Welcome back. Today we're talking about friendship on the podcast. <laughs> no, what are we talking about? Yeah. Oh, why are you doing this? You were like, you seemed so unsure. I am about all of it. <laughs> all right. Welcome to Everything But Small Talk. My name is Becca and I'm here with Matea. We're two best friends having deep conversations about life, relationships, and everything, except small talk, of course. Welcome back. We are talking about friendship. And this episode, we're going to talk about what it means to be a friend and what kind of expectations we have for friendship as we sit in my car. Yeah, this is really... Uh... This seems to be a trend already for us. Now I feel like we have to record always in a weird place because I started off in my mother's closet and now we're together in person, Was it, which is exciting, but we're in your <laughs> in just some random street under a shaded tree. Um, but yeah, we're very excited to continue this conversation about friendship and we just want to start off and just thank you guys so much for reaching out to us it's like genuinely been a surprise we did not think that people would be interested in this at all um we truly just did this because we thought it would be fun and we love to just try creative things and it's honestly just meant so much to us to hear you guys just relate to us and share your thoughts and perspectives. And we've heard different perspectives. We've heard from people who don't like small talk and love to have, you know, deep, raw, vulnerable conversations. And we've heard from people who don't know how to have those and they'd rather just talk about fun topics and keep it, you know, light. And it's really great for us to be able to hear from you guys, our friends, and just get that love and support from you. But then also for us to learn more about you and kind of how you thrive in relationships. So thank you again so much for reaching out to us, those that did, and for listening and supporting us. Um, truly, it just, it's really special for us. Um, so yeah, today we're going to kind of dive into this topic of friendship and what today is about is we want to talk about how Matea and I would define what a friend is. Um, I'm going to kind of have a nerdy moment at some point in this conversation, diving into the definition of friendship. And then we're just going to kind of share what kind of things that we expect from a friend and how that has helped us in our friendships and maybe how that has potentially hindered relationships as well. And so um, yeah, Matea, I know that this is something that we've talked about a lot. Um, and I feel like we've had some similar experiences, but your story is very unique. And I think that a lot of people out there could relate to it. Um, and so why don't you start off with just kind of sharing your perspective of friendship, how that differs with family, um, in light of your story. And I think also just for people who don't know, maybe sharing a little bit about your family kind of dynamic 
Yeah, absolutely. So um, I was raised by a single mom. I'm an only child. Um, and we kind of had a small family beyond that, just extended family. I only have a couple aunts and uncles, only maybe one or two cousins. Um, and we weren't very close. We're kind of spread out all across the U.S. And so um, growing up, it was just me and my mom, um, which was is a family and was a family for me. Um, and but it was kind of, you know, small and there there isn't many relationships. It's just kind of one relationship that that is there. So and then as I got older, my mom ended up passing away when I was 21. And so that kind of just left me um, just with myself. And then I got married and I married into a pretty big family. Um, my husband has three other siblings who are all married, um, two of which have a lot of children. And so it kind of was overnight that I had a family, to be honest. And so that was kind of a huge shift in dynamic for me. Um when I was 21 to go from very small, very intimate, almost nothing to this pretty big family that I now was really like embraced and welcomed into. And there were a lot of relational expectations and dynamics that come with that. And so um, friendships and family are kind of a little blurred for me growing up because it was just my mom and I. Um, we relied heavily on Fam uh, on friends to be there for us um, in a lot of aspects of our life. Um, because she was a single mom, I spent a lot of time with uh, friends that um, eventually kind of became our chosen family, if you will. Um, and even just growing up with like my neighbor friends, they became family for me as well, because that that's who was there. That's who was around. Um Today, if you hear me talk about my sister um, who lives with me and my husband and her son, um, it, she I met her when I was two. We were in diapers and um, we lived in the same townhouse complex and uh, she became my sister and she's my sister to this day. And um, so the family and friend kind of situation is a little backwards for me. It feels a little opposite. I feel um, like I've chosen my family, um, but I also get to choose my friends. And how does that kind of work out with like my expectations? I know we'll get more into that, but like my expectations of those roles and what that looks like as people come and go. Um, but yeah, so for me, I don't think I have the like normal definition of like a friend. Um, yeah. Would you say that you're, I mean, you kind of touched on this with your mom. Would you say that your mom saw friendships similarly where she saw certain friends more as family? Because I think that, I mean, we can all say like when you talk about family relationships, which we're going to talk about family at some point, but it just it's different. It's like you you can tend to like fight easier and but also be like a little bit like more, I don't know, harsh or maybe a little bit more open. Like there's kind of like those childhood experiences. You have history with them. It feels different than just like a friend that, you know, you've known for a few years. Um, so what is kind of my original question is like, what was your mom's 
perspective of a friend, especially the people who were supporting you guys, did she consider them family? Yeah, I mean, I think that there were aspects of that, um, especially when it came to me, because I think she realized that we didn't have a big family. And I think she um, wanted that for me, or at least some sort of relational dynamic like that. And so, but also um, she relied on a lot of other people to help her out with me and like she was a nurse and so she worked long shifts and so I was oftentimes with close people that she trusted and I think a lot of those people became more dependable for her and like people that she came to rely on and kind of knew our situation and so yeah I think that I think I think she did but I think that I kind of also get that a little bit from my mom where I'm like you know, it takes a lot to trust people. It takes a lot to, you know, develop that relationship and see if they're going to be there for you and what kind of, I mean, for me, as we're talking about this, like, that's something that we always say is like, we're not experts, right? So this is our, you know, us processing through this as 30 year olds, like, and yeah, we'll get more into the family dynamic. But I think for me, I haven't figured it out yet. So I think I'm processing like, hmm, did my mom kind of experience this as well? Like she wasn't sure um, what a family member was or a friend friend was. Yeah. But yeah. So um, because mine kind of comes from my experiences, uh, what is kind of your definition? This is the I don't think it's nerdy. Becca thinks it's <laughs> nerdy, but I'm I'm actually excited about this to hear your definition of what a friend is. Yeah, so <clears throat> I knew this was coming up, so I kind of looked into, you know, looking at the history of where the word friend came from. Um, but I think before I did all of this, my definition of a friend would be, yeah, just someone who knows me and loves me deeply. Um, and I think part of that is, you know, obviously having shared interests, but I think even more so than that, it's just someone who's going to support you, who is going to love you the way that you are created and the way that you feel best loved. Um, and yeah, that's obviously really messy because, you know, we want we want to feel loved in a certain way and we all feel that differently. And so it's hard to find, you know, someone who can do that. And it takes a lot individually for you to figure out how to be a friend to someone else. Um, but anyway, so I, I kind of, I felt a little lost and that's kind of why I went down this rabbit hole of like, what is a friend? Cause you know, yeah, you and I are processing this and you know, we're kind of in a weird Place. We're feeling lost in a lot of ways. And so I wanted to kind of dig into this and say, you know, what I would find. So did a general Google search and I kind of picked out some of my favorite definitions and uh, coming from BetterHelp, uh, they said the definition of a friend for most of us is someone who we feel connected to and who is there for us in some way. Uh, on the Google Dictionary, it said a person whom one knows and with whom one has a bond of mutual affection. I really loved that mutual affection. Um, 
Oxford English Dictionary, a person with whom one has developed a close and informal relationship of mutual trust and intimacy. Um, yeah, like that. Again, mutual. Um, and then dictionary.com. Uh, as I was kind of exploring this, I saw that there was like a section that said the origin. <laughs> Again, I told you, I really like dug into this. And then I kind of peeked around at different articles just to read more. Um, so I kind of went into where did the word that we have in the English language friend come from? And it comes from an old English word, which again, please give me grace. I'm going to butcher these. I'm not an expert <laughs> at language, um, but an old English word, uh, freeond, F-R-E-O-N-D, which means lover or one who loves. And that word comes from another old English verb, which is freogen or freon, which means to love, free, set free. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as I kind of was reading more about it, the reason why friend came into creation is because they needed to kind of distinguish people who you were aligned with, like an ally. So it was almost kind of, there was a lot of like, war terminology like someone who's an enemy and someone who's a friend and I just like love that so much though like that to love free and set free like it just is so pure and simple and I think that like now that I've done this research I think now I have a better like clear understanding of what is a friend and I think it's just simply a friend is to love like for you to be a friend it's to love and I just like I don't know like it doesn't need to be more complicated than that it just it is it's just someone who loves yeah that's interesting that it's associated with the opposite of um of what we would look for yeah um that's interesting I actually hadn't read those before. So uh, you said your favorite one was the the Google one, a person who, whom one knows and with whom one has a bond of mutual affection. Yeah, so that's interesting to me. A lot of these had like the mutual word, right, where it's not just one-sided, right? And so I think that's something that um, you and I have talked a lot about and struggled with where it's like, oh, I really like this person or I feel really close with this person. And maybe that relationship doesn't play out as we planned um, or was meeting our desires or our expectations of it. Um, and so, but I think it's hard because the word friend is thrown around so easily yeah. in our world now a days, or I don't know, even, I don't know, these seem like such heavy meanings and definitions that like when someone says, oh, I'm grabbing coffee with my friend, I, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, well, I don't really feel like I have a ton of friends. And that's where I kind of get caught up in the definition of family and friend because they're my chosen friends, my chosen family, whatever you want to say. And I'm like, man, it's really kind of an acquaintance that I'm grabbing coffee with, right? Like, I don't know where I really stand with them and the depth of who I am or like this deep affection and mutual love and like... Yeah sharing life with. And now, you know, I think our world is kind of opening up to be a little bit more vulnerable too lately. Like we're talking about mental health. That's becoming more of an awareness. 
you and I are getting on this podcast and sharing our personal deep conversations, that kind of stuff. And, and I'm like, do we, do we, especially with us having these deep conversations, like we, we feel like we can have deep conversations with a lot of people, but do we ever feel that mutual respect or like love or return? And so I think that's kind of, um, that's interesting. It kind of goes into that. Yeah. And I, something that you said, it made me think like, so you said it's really deep. So yeah, like on paper, the definition of a friend from the root is to love or someone who loves. And that sounds simple, but it's deep and it's, (laughs) it's not easy. Like on paper, it looks easy, but it's really complicated. And it made me think of, you know, as far as like society and culture nowadays, we are opened up to the world through technology. You know, we're able to drive to places that, you know, we otherwise couldn't by foot. We're able to travel the world. We're able to even from our home be in contact with people all over the world through social media. And again, like there is some, you know, there's definitely a lot of benefits to social media. But like, I think in terms of like, the friend aspect, I could see where that gets really complicated because it's like, oh, I have, you know, friends that I've met online or I have, you know, this many number of friends and it kind of like gets in your head. And I feel like that just alone has confused what it is to be a friend because truly, how can you be a friend, which is to love, if you don't actually know someone like I don't that does not compute to me like someone someone cannot love me like selflessly if they don't know me yeah that's interesting as oh man like the social media aspect of it or the connectedness of it is there's so many benefits, right? Like I've been able to build deeper relationships with people because even you, we live out of state, like, yeah. thank goodness. Cause we do like a zoom call once a week with us and our husbands mm-hmm. just to stay connected and what's going on. But to know you and to love you is to be connected and, you know, frequency and things like that. But with the social media, I don't know about everybody else, but I see on like Instagram and TikTok these people that have, that go on these vacations with like 12 sets of couples and I'm like where are these people finding these (laughs) friends like honestly I'm like first of all who has friends that can afford to do all of that at the same time take off work find care for their I'm just like I get into it but I'm just like man I want that though right like I see that and I'm like that looks so fun that like looks so much like what I want and But then I'm caught in my head and I'm like, is that realistic for them? I'm happy for them. If that's really this genuine, true friendship and they have all of that. Wow. Did they hit the jackpot? Because I oftentimes feel, man, like if I'm really going to define what a friend is to me, I have maybe a handful that really know me and love me the way I want to be known and loved as a friend. Um, And I have a bunch of acquaintances. right. Right. And people that, yeah, I could share like. A little bit of deep stuff with um can I can I ask you a question on that and I think this will help with everybody hearing your family upbringing and this idea of chosen family so 
when we when you kind of talk about like family, friend, and then acquaintance, I think a lot of times in life we say we do kind of make these like we give kind of labels to things. And especially like within the friend category, it's like we have a friend, we have a new friend, you have a close friend, you have a best friend. Like, how do you feel about those kind of adjectives? Like, do you do you think that that's helpful for you as you kind of process like your relationships as far as like family and friend? Yeah, that's a good question. Thank you. Uh, I, okay. I think I have to label these things because I'm a very black and white thinker like I am. So for this is not how it has to be. This just helps me make sense in my heart and my head and relational dynamics. But um, I would say a, for me, um, a family member, again, whether they're biological chosen whatever for me a family member is someone that is going to love me unconditionally no matter what I've done what I've gone through they're going to be there whenever I need them um they're they're just there like they're always going to be there right I have like I said I have a sister who lives with me I have a sister out in Wisconsin I like they're not biological family but they will always be there for me whenever um my friends are people that get me right like I call them because I'm gonna share like the weird thing that's going on in my head that like I'm contemplating that like I'm wrestling over I'm sad about I'm so happy about like you like I'm gonna call you and you're gonna get me you're gonna hear me you're gonna listen to me um but you're also gonna tell me like meh I don't know like you know (laughs) you're gonna call me out too like I don't necessarily know if I think family uh it fully gets you at a but they're there you know and like they love me they'll listen to me like my sisters they listen to me by like by all means but we're definitely not wired the same way and I think I look for that in my friends like I'm looking for someone to be wired like me and get me and then acquaintances I think are like well for me, I just want everyone to be my friend, though. So I think I look for I'm like my acquaintances or people like I'm looking for like, hey, could we be deeper? I don't know. I just got to I just got to like feel it out. I don't know. Um, But like because I'm we're such I mean, this is kind of everything but small talk. I can go very deep with acquaintances. Yeah. Too. Um. And it's like, I'm willing to be vulnerable, but I don't know if there's that like connection there. Yes. Yeah. And definitely acquaintances. I'm not going to call, like I would call family and be like, totally. you know, come get me Yeah, in the middle of wherever. Yeah. And I, I do have that same like ability. Like there are times where I've like met someone, I don't know them, they don't know me. And it's like, I just like for whatever reason, just share this like very like intimate story with them. And yeah, it just kind of like you've nothing to, you know, lose from it. But I think that (laughs) where I kind of differ from you, because like, okay, so I get the family friendship, like distinction. But as far as like considering friends, and again, we want to hold the weight of like the, the depth of the word. But I acquaint like acquaintance. It sounds like 
I don't know. It just, it kind of sounds like close to stranger, like, which I know you're not intending to. And I, I really don't think you are because I just, again, like you said, you're a black and white thinker. And I think you're trying to make things make sense in your life, especially in a time where you and I feel a little lost. And so um, I, I think for me, kind of like when I think about like friendships in my life, I've always done the kind of like, yeah, like these are like my close friends. And then it's kind of like, this is my best friend and, or like, oh yeah, that person's a friend. And like, I think, but like, but again, so like, that's just me. And maybe that's just like a differentiation of language, but I think your heart is still like wanting more friends, like, and everybody could be like a potential friend, but I think it's just is this person going to, like you said, get me? I love that. Like, are they going to get me? And are are they willing to continue to get to know me? And I think that's why our friendship has lasted, even with the physical distance, because you and I saw that, you know, okay, wow, like we're not in close proximity. So we have to like up our contact more And we've been able to kind of, you know, continue to want to get to know each other and build into that like intentionality. And so I think like this kind of like begs the question, like, you know, as far as talking about like what a friend is kind of diving into like the expectations that we have for a friend. And I don't you know, this is going to look differently for everyone. So this is not us saying this has to be the expectation for friendships across the board. You know, this is just kind of us dialoguing and processing our past relationships and, you know, and our past selves and then kind of where we are now. What's something that we need? You know, what kind of support and love do we need? And so... Do you think that, do you think expectations are fair to have? And I know what your answer is going to be because we've had conversations with people who say having expectations for people is unhealthy, but, you know, what do you think about that? Like, do you think that you should have expectations for friends, for your friends specifically? And what are those expectations? I have no idea. <laughs> I I honestly think this is something that I'm wrestling, well, obviously wrestling with. Um, that's why we're talking about this, because I have no idea. I don't have an answer. I, I think that we're both trying to navigate this too right now. And so um, I can share just some of my thoughts and like what I'm wrestling with is I know that I want friends. Like I know that I want these deep deep relationships I want to be known I want to be loved I want someone to get me um but not just when I so I guess my expectation is that like I I have expectations for that relationship that when I find that person that's kind of what I'm looking for but I guess my my other side to that is um that it's a desire of theirs too like I think that's the differentiating different part of it is like I want to be pursued I want to be sought after um and I think I felt 
I haven't felt that a lot in my life and my friendships. I feel like I've always felt like I have pursued people mm -hmm. because of my desire to get to know them or be there for them or, or have that type of relationship. And I haven't felt often, I've felt it in very specific relationships, but I haven't felt it in numerous amounts. Um, and right now it just feels a little different to to not have people pursuing me however as we're going through this time I always am like in the back of my mind saying okay well if I have this expectation of this person in my life what am I going to be to them because this is not if I'm expecting someone to be something for me like I I better be what they expect for themselves yeah. like out of a friend yeah. and so um that's kind of where I land when it yeah. comes to like, I don't think expectations are healthy because of that. Do I have them? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I don't, I think that's something that I'm learning to navigate through in every relationship, not just friendships. I think it comes with family dynamics. I think it comes with my husband. I think it comes with work, working relationships. Like every type of relationship I think has, you need to figure out your expectations and probably not have them. Hmm. Uh, in my opinion, um, or at least taper them or make them clear, because I think that's what gets me personally in a lot of trouble is my expectations. And so, um, but like, I don't even, I guess I don't even to go further, like no qualities that I'm looking for, because I'm not, I'm feeling so unsure about myself right now that I'm like, what do I like? Like, I don't even know what my interests are. I don't know where I'm going in life. Like, I don't know um, that kind of stuff. And so I think it's a really weird place to be to want to find a friend when I feel a little unsure about myself because then I, that poor person, yeah. <laughs> poor you, Becca, for being <laughs> my friend. No, but, um, but so then, I mean, to get rid of all of that, like kind of messiness in my heart and my head, I'm like, just simply put someone who will be there, yeah. someone who will love me by answering the phone or asking me questions or calling me or sending me a text or just being in relationship in some sort of constant two-sided way. So like yeah. just trying to be super basic about it at this point in my life. Um, and, and hopefully there's that like deeper connection from them. Yeah. But yeah. But what about you? Like, what kind of do, are you differing on that? What kind of expectations do you have for others in friendships towards you? Or like, do you have expectations of yourself, past relationships, current relationships? Yeah, Um. I think I would say that I'm I would agree with certain things that you said as far as like expectations go. Yeah, just in general, I personally don't think that you can live without expectations. Um, I, at least I can't. I don't know how to do that. And I've tried and it just has failed. Um, and so I'm trying to learn kind of like what you said, maybe to just have more realistic expectations just about everything, not just friendships. But in terms of friendships, yeah, I think... I'm definitely like, I'm definitely one that has in the past had high expectations for friends. And I think it's left me just being frank. It's left me disappointed. Um, and again, this is not, I'm not meaning to say like putting the blame on other people. I fully recognize that that was not fair of me to put 
unrealistic expectations on my friends and expecting them to meet my every need and to be able to support me and be there for me in, you know, in any kind of way I needed. Like that's very selfish of me. And that's me not being a good friend to them. And I think true, like, yes, like it's, we seek out people who are similar to us, but even if you find someone who's like you, they're still not you. And just because I may need something uh, and needs a friend to be a certain thing for me, it doesn't mean that they can fulfill that. And so I, I'm feeling like in a, in a strange way, like just trying to like rediscover and refine what it means for me to expect things from friends and how to be more understanding of where people are coming from. Um, I think that the expectations that I've had for friends in kind of that's like leading to disappointments. I think that's come from the fact of like friendships that have been seasonal. So like friendships that maybe there wasn't like a, there wasn't like anything that happened. Like there wasn't anything big that like broke it off. It just like, I've moved around a lot. And so I have had just friendships fade. And I think if you've asked me in the past, like, what happened like I think I would say like oh like it like what yeah like was it me like was I not enough like why didn't why didn't this last and I think now that I've been in this current like place in my life and knowing you know doing this podcast has been really helpful for me because it's helped me to process it again I think I'm seeing it in a more healthy light Um, I think that there's many reasons why friendships come and go. Um, You know, there's life circumstances, people move away, you know, you get older and, um, you know, mental health is a thing. Like, you know, as we know, like we've been dealing with that and you can isolate yourself and, um, you know, not feel like yourself. You can push people away. And I think too, it just even, yeah, I think maybe change in expectation and values also changes, you know, friendships and impacts them. And so um, I'm trying to see now how I can look back on friendships in the past and also see my current friendships and just not, not dwell in that place of like, oh, like, the loss of it or like what happened like because I'm oh I overanalyze it so much and then it's like I start to think that I'm the problem and like I wasn't again I wasn't enough for someone instead of dwelling in those feelings I'm trying to have more of a fluid like open hand perspective of just life happens and things change and that's okay and like, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to put a sour, you know, perspective on that relationship because then, you know, just because it ended, it doesn't mean that it wasn't beautiful. And I think in the past, because I've been sad, those have ended. It's like that beautiful love that we shared, it was like tainting that. And I, again, I was doing that. And so now I'm in a place where I can say like, 
wow, like what a beautiful love that we shared together. And like, not only in the past, but it's like, I can continue to carry that with me because those, you know, those friendships, you know, really changed me and they, you know, made me who I am today. They're all, that love is always going to be a part of me. And so again, I don't really have like a simple, like what expectations I have for a friend right now either, because I am also trying to like figure out who I am and what life is. And, you know, I do love what you said though, about the fact of like, how do I expect how can I expect something from someone else when I don't even know who I am and I can't really offer a lot? And so I think that it's, I love that you said that because I think it's, you know, this conversation again is talking a lot about like, you know, our friends or like how we've seen like externally other people, but this conversation is even more so how can we be a friend? How can you and I be a friend um yeah yeah I really like um what you said I feel like we're kind of getting down to a place of uh kind of almost what you said was like accepting people for where they're at right you're like I'm we need to either adjust or remove the expectations that we have of other people in relationship to us because life happens Right. So if we, if we have to do that and then if we're also taking a deeper look at ourselves, like we need to remove our expectations probably of ourselves, too. I think we need to lighten up a little bit on being more gentle with ourselves. Kind of what you were saying, like just because this friendship ended doesn't mean there's something wrong with me or that person or the friendship itself. Like it was beautiful for what it was when it was. Yeah. And so. I think everyone, I think this is something that's happening and shifting a little bit in society is like just the total acceptance of people for who they are. And I think that everyone wants that. And I think that that's what we're saying kind of in, when we're like looking for a friend. We're just wanting someone to love us in total of who we are and how we are. And when we fail be okay with that and when they fail be okay with that and still remain in that relational dynamic and that love um yeah I think that's fascinating yeah I um man it's like you teed me up for this I just like <laughs> I love it so much I so this leads me to really reflect on our friendship and how much you've been there for me and I'll say how much I've been there for you as well, because I know you would say that. Um, I, I'm just so thankful for you because, you know, when I hear you talk about, you know, that you don't really know what you can offer to people right now, it's like I can totally relate to that in so many ways. And I think it's fair because to say, because we can't, we literally, even at our best, we can't be all things to all people. You know, we can't be everyone's best friend. We can't be everyone's person that they go to. Like, that's not fair. Again, from my past experience, it's not fair for me to put that expectation on someone else. And it's not fair for me to have that on myself. And 
I, but that's, there's a big, but like, I will say, I'm thankful that even in the midst of, you know, the past few years, and there's been a lot that's happened, you have been there for me in my low moments in the hard times um, when I haven't felt like myself, when I haven't offered a lot to you, you have shown me love. You've shown me support. Um, you've called me out on things that were not true and helpful or kind. And you've seen me when I felt lost and didn't even know who I was. Um, and like, and just, I think with that too, like you've extended that love to, you know, my husband and my daughter and it means so much to me. Like I, I cannot even express how much your friendship means to me. Um, it's, it's, it's like really, it's beautiful for me to like do this podcast and like see this just see this flourish and being able to to share my love for you with the world and like when I when I see the definition of a friend like someone to love like you might as well just like put your name like right there there on the paper like I know that sounds cheesy but I I truly mean it like and I think something too just like man, like when things just haven't been well and like for both of us, like I truly believe that it's like you are what it means to be a friend because we both like, I mean, even today we weren't doing very well. Like you had texted me like, um, just so you know, I'm feeling really off. And I was like, yeah, me too. Do you want to still hang out? And you're like, yep. And I was like, yep, me too. And so it's like, even when we're not feeling our best, like we still come together because we know that it's not about being at our best. It's like, I'm going to take you in all forms. Like, I I care about you. I know who you are. Like, I want to continue to be with you, even if you're in this place. Like, even if you are very unsure, very lost, like, I'm going to love you in that lost place, too. Wow, what a handoff. <laughs> You're so sweet. I I appreciate all that you said. That's very kind. I'm very glad that you view view it that way, view me that way. Be honest. Are you feeling a little embarrassed right now? <laughs> I'm feeling a lot of pressure. <laughs> I This is funny because I would say I'm a pretty emotional person, but Becca definitely is taking the cake of like the mushier one. Like she's being so sweet and kind and I'm kind of like this hard shell a little bit right now. <laughs> I'm like, mm. um, and also you're just so beautiful with your words. Becca, the writer over here, I'm like fumbling. But no, I mean, I think that it's, it's, I don't want to say it's unique because I really hope that there is a relationship like we have out there for other people. But I, like I said before, like, I just don't have 12 of you, you know, like I have you and I, I think it's been so meaningful for us. And I think it's been really a, a joy to find someone who's willing to like invest the way that I am in a friendship. And I think that that's, that's the thing that 
you got to find when you're like, when I mean, I just want someone to get me, right? Like we're just willing to meet each other. Like there's something about us. Maybe we're kindred spirits, like something about us that is connected and gets it, right? Like I, we're both very willing people. We're both very giving people. We're both very, uh, I think we're both very sensitive, but we're also both very logical. And I think we also are like, say the hard things to each other. Like you have also done the exact same thing for me. Like, and I'm more of a, it's been a little bit more of a slow going on my end, I think, to open up because I'm more as much as I'd like to say I'm like this really open person. I don't think I am. Yeah. No, Becca, I yeah. You're shaking your head. And I'm realizing this, I think, in our friendship. I think you're helping me realize like, wait a minute, you really don't share. So it's funny, though, because initially I didn't think that because, again, we shared this last time. So good at the facade of making right. people think that. Well, like our first interaction, we shared like everything <laughs> under the sun, like everything. And so I like wasn't until honestly, I think it was Kyle, my husband, who was like, you just like couldn't figure you out and I was just like (laughs) I was just like what do you mean like she's such an open person like she's so vulnerable like she's so deep and he was just like I just think that she's that way with you like I just don't like and like I don't like I'm not saying that you're only that with just me but like I think that yeah I and maybe it goes back to that like trust thing for you where I think that you're you're kind of like rediscovering how huge that is for you again as you're kind of like redefining what a friend is you know and your relationships and you know it's it's hard for me because I I know that being vulnerable leaves you open to being hurt I mean that's literally the definition is like opening yourself to be wounded I think and I'm by nature a very vulnerable person. And I think when you tie that with the unrealistic expectations I've had of people, it's like, I've shown you my raw self. Like I've opened myself up to you and you didn't stick around. And like, even with someone that knew me like a couple months, like it would be disappointing to me. And I'm like, how did they not see that we could be best friends? Like, and it's just like, it's cause I was so, I'm like so willing to dive deep, like in everything. But like, I mean, I think I've pulled back a lot in that because I've, you know, been hurt. And I think that there is a balance to who, you know, to being vulnerable and who to be vulnerable with. Um, but that's something in our relationship that I think has helped it last mm-hmm. and it's helped it, um, yeah, to, to grow even with the physical distance. Cause it's not just that we upped our communication and intentionality. It's we've continued to up the vulnerability and like, even to the point of like, I'm thinking back to when we were in Prescott and we took that weekend trip together. And this was after I had moved to Denver. And like, if I'm remembering correctly, we kind of both opened up and we're just like, I, I'm, I'm like sad that you, you moved. And like, I, you know, and I like, you know, I said I was sad I moved and you said you were sad I moved and we kind of like both had, you know, 
maybe not hurt feelings, but we felt emotional about it. And then we also talked about like, we both felt like the other person was giving more in the relationship. Like I, I think I started and was like, I don't think like I offer you as much in this friendship as you offer me. The, the most insecure thing about a friendship is that you're failing your other friend and they're failing you. Yeah. And like, I don't, I mean, to be honest, I don't really know how you get more vulnerable than that. I'm just like sharing that very deep seated fear of just like someone who knows you pro probably like one of the most, I would say you're, you know, one of the few people who know me the most. And for me to admit that, like, I just don't think that I'm enough is like, man, that that's like hard because then that's also a big risk because I'm like, what if you realize that, too? And then you're like, wait, I could get more from someone else. Do you know what I mean? And so I I don't know. I and like there's so many things that like I could say, but I, I really do think that what is key for for us in having like a friend it, at least I don't want to speak for you but for me it is that mutual vulnerability because I think I've recognized in myself that's who I am that's what I value and I also need that in a friend like for someone to have this mutual bond of affection to have this love and support like I don't just want to be vulnerable. I want you to be vulnerable with me too. Yeah. That's interesting because um, using our friendship as an example to keep this thread going, but the like the things that I didn't know I valued that you offer me, I think has taught me a lot. Like what? literally like in that same, when we were in um, Prescott on that, that trip you had said something about me being confident and what was that conversation you we know, had we courageous were, or whatever like we were I mean again semantics we didn't know what word to put on it but yeah I just like I think the way that you carry yourself is like you have this like un unabashed like un unashamed like confidence again maybe confidence isn't the right word but like this security of like, this is who I am and I'm not going to let anybody tell me differently. Yeah. Which is so funny. Cause like in that conversation, I, I was like, what is she seeing in me? Like, I don't see that in myself. I'm just like living the life the best I can, you know, <laughs> struggling left and right. But like the things that this is which is so funny to me because you see that in me and and then you also say you don't feel like you're enough or you don't offer enough and I'm like you have been so courageous and brave in some of the things that you have done recently in the last couple months in your life that I've been in proximity to to witness and I'm like I would never be able to be that courageous or that brave like I've been in awe like you have inspired me to do things that I wouldn't otherwise do because you've allowed that vulnerable space to well proximity to but to see that and witness that and know what's going on behind your mind yeah. like to know that you don't think you're those things and I'm like so that's that's fascinating to me that like in the midst of not knowing who I am or you know what I'm looking for in a friend like this friendship or relationship just taking you if we're if we're going to kind of put this on 
the car just turned off, <laughs> but we're going to keep going. If we're going to, if we're going to kind of take this and say, okay, string this along and like what we're looking for in a friend, like, yeah, the expectations, but then also I don't even maybe know what I value in a friend, right? Like you're saying you value these things. I'm saying, I don't even know what I value, but like you've taught me and shown me maybe I value these things because they feel good to me. And I like, didn't know it at the time. Right. And so there's like, how cool is it that like, we've been able to kind of break down these expectations, kind of take each other for who we are and like be consistent and kind of just be willing to kind of go there. And it's taught us so much about ourselves and each other and friendship. Like, so it's just been kind of a cool journey. Like, that we've been willing to kind of go on and take with each other that I think has taught us a lot, but wow, that's a lot we've talked about. (laughs) So to wrap up what we think of friendships, expectations, values, definitions, our friendship, the mushy gushies of it. Um, But yeah, like just continuing this friendship conversation, we know we're not, like this is not the definition of friends this is not the way to have expectations or values like everyone has very vastly different views expectations this is just ours and like this is the beauty that we found in our relationship and our friendship um but we're like excited to hear from other people yeah and Next week, we're going to have some guests on and we want to continue this like friend expectation dialogue. And um, our guests are going to share how they would define a friend and what they value in a friendship. I also hope that you would be willing to kind of take some time and get curious about what do you value in a friend kind of examine, like, are there unrealistic expectations I've had of people like, you know, or, you know, vice versa, like what expectations do people have of me? And, you know, is that clear? You know, is that something that do I need to be more intentional with the people in my life? Um, How can I love and support people better? Yep. Thanks so much for listening. Mm -hmm. And we'll be back next week. Yeah. Love you guys. Bye. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and feel inspired to continue the discussion with the people in your life. If you like our podcast, be sure to give us a rating. We'd love to hear your thoughts and perspectives, even if you disagree with us. So reach out to us on Instagram at everything but small talk pod. New episodes go live every Friday. So we hope you will tune in next time. Thank you so much for listening.